Jack Ebling here with my good friend Matt Sloan at Graf of Okemos. Matt, gas prices are still up there, but you've got some good news. I do have good news, Jack. We have lots of different models that are going to help with that issue. I've got the Nissan Sentra, Versa, that all get over 30 miles to the gallon. In fact, the Versa gets 40 miles to the gallon. Wow. Our all-electric Aria has a range of 269 miles. And then on the Chevy side, Trax, Malibu, Equinox, and Trailblazer, all over 30 miles to the gallon. And our brand-new Blazer EV, 320 miles. Miles of range. Lots of great options. Stop and see Matt and the gang here. Graph of Okemos, they're making friends. Welcome back. It is the Drive with Jack. Spotlight Radio Network. Jack Eblin here with my producer, Boston Rob. Rob, let's go right back out to our guest line. Very happy to welcome in a guy I covered Big Ten football and basketball with for more than three decades, and he's also closing in on a half century of soccer officiating, as amazing as that is. But Steve Grinzel, welcome to the show. It was great seeing you last night, and conversation and the pizza were a lot better yeah. than the football we watched. Yeah, it was a, a trip down memory lane, and uh, <laughs> lots of memories, and it was uh, it was fun. It was. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little more entertaining than the game. Yeah, and you think about uh, some of the people we spoke of that we would love to have had drop by who uh, were not in position to drop by. They're no longer with us. So that shows how long we've been doing this. But we've seen a lot of football teams and a lot of big games, and uh, hats off to Michigan for about as convincing a championship win, maybe not quite as convincing as Georgia's win over TCU last year. After the Horn Frogs had beaten Michigan, they got absolutely axe hammered by the Bulldogs. But uh, this time, uh, it wasn't the dogs' day. And uh, hats <laughs> off to Michigan. Yeah, I, uh, looking back on the game, and uh, I have some observations about uh, kind of what transpired on the field and what I thought was going to happen going in. Uh, I was really impressed with Michigan. I got to say that uh, they're really good. And um, I thought uh, Washington would offset Michigan's physicality with speed and athleticism. But I thought Michigan was not only more physical, but uh, as fast, if not faster, and athletic. athletically. I mean, they look like a, a blend of a, Big Ten and a Pac-10 team. I mean, it was uh, it was it was really impressive. I, my only I only have one misgiving. Well, I have two misgivings about this whole thing. I, I feel bad for the players about the whole uh, uh, scouting gate, uh, stealing sign gate thing. It puts a little bit of a tarnish on it. And I'm not sure that the, the true national bit. champion game would have been uh, Michigan and Georgia. Um, yeah. I know they beat the team that beat the team, so they're yeah. a true champion. But, uh, I, you know, they, there was some subjectivity and fudging going in here and getting the best teams into the Final Four that we talked about last night. And I, I think maybe Georgia deserved to be in there maybe more than um, somebody else. Well, I used to know a writer who said that if you beat the number one team, 
then you were number one, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, heavyweight boxing or something. But uh, Michigan proved last night as the only undefeated team uh, at the end of the season that uh, certainly deserving, and I think the best Michigan team I've ever seen. So uh, hats off to Jim Harbaugh, wherever he is next year. Might be back in Ann Arbor. We don't know. Or maybe he'll move on and try to have uh, all Harbaugh Super Bowl, too. Yeah, that'd be something. I think Dave Dye, uh, former Detroit News MSUB writer, just rolled his eyes from Las Vegas or wherever he is when you uh, outlined my former uh, how do you rank teams system that uh, was totally foolproof. And, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. if you're yeah. 0 in 10, but you beat number one, you are the number one team in the country at 1 in 11. <laughs> so uh, where do you think we are headed now with college football? You've covered it. Uh, you played it. Uh, you certainly, in all of your stops, uh, Muskegon Chronicle, Grand Rapids Press, uh, Boot News Service, M Live, MSU Spartans.com. You've seen so many big games, so many championship teams. Where is the sport headed with these sparsely attended bowl games, with the constant shuffling of teams, with rosters that never stay the same, and it isn't because players are graduating? What's the future for college football and basketball? Well, I, I think the future lies in the hands of leadership, if not at the NCAA level, then at the presidential level, you know, I, I think there's going to have to be some kind of national commission on how to govern these sports and the, the chaos that's going on. I mean, the, and this is an original, I, I read it somewhere, uh, assessing the bowl season. I mean, the, the the postseason bowl games are more relevant than they've ever been. They become spring games because we're seeing next year's, which isn't all bad. I mean, it's kind of like watching minor league baseball. You're seeing the, right. the stars of the future, yeah. but um, the, the games are. If guys are going to opt out by not uh, uh, by taking themselves out of commission because they don't want to jeopardize their draft status or their uh, health or whatever reason they give. I mean, those games are even more meaningless. And it used to be, uh, you know, we we look back at uh, when Michigan State was, I think they were in Minnesota, and they needed to beat the Gophers to get into the Motor City Bowl. And yeah. for us, it was all like, oh, geez, you know, the Motor City Bowl, just lose to Minnesota and spare us. But we talked to an offensive line name, lineman named Gordy Nabilski, and he said, you know, he goes, Those games, that game might not mean anything to you, but I would play in the parking lot if I could suit up with my team one more time. Because he wasn't going to play pro football, and you know, so I, I I always kind of appreciated the the bowl season after that as being more of a player's reward than you know something for the fans or uh, a nice place to go to, which which it can be, and watch a football game. But now that whole system's been totally trashed. I mean, it, yeah, I, I guess some guys will still feel that way. 
And then I think um, the other thing is that, uh, you know, the free agency starts when the football season is still going on. Oh, yeah. And yeah, It's interesting, Grants, that uh, Michigan State is not alone in this. Uh, there are a lot of schools now that are having players recruited off their rosters while the season's going on. There are schools that are poaching players, and they have people who are designed to try to pry players free. If they see somebody who's really good and they could help them, uh, there's going to be a back-channel communication, if not a direct call. And name, image, and likeness is not what it was intended to be, the idea that players would be remunerated for having their name used on jerseys or some other representation. Now it's open bidding, and look how many quarterbacks – including one at Michigan State. I can make more than a million dollars a year. Exactly. And what this free agency is doing, in-season free agency, it's um, really it's really going to twist up the uh, the whole idea of how, how does your team get better, how do you get better players. I think it was Lane Kiffin who was saying that, you know, there were there – were, 28 quarterbacks in the transfer portal, something like that. Mm-hmm. And all of them were going somewhere that wasn't going to be Michigan because those guys weren't looking at Michigan because what if J.J. McCarthy comes back? Yeah. So now what if J.J. McCarthy decides, well, I won a national championship, I'm going pro. Where does Michigan get a quarterback? I mean, they, yeah. no one in the transfer portal – they're all every all of them all but a few are spoken for so it really puts i mean it, it puts teams at weird disadvantages advantages that uh you know it, it it's just chaotic and well, you uh, can see guys play for three schools certainly michigan state has a cornerback coming in who started three years at north carolina and then transferred to texas a&m and didn't play last year and so now he's going to be in east lansing and he's just highly recruited a player, as Michigan State's had since Charles Rogers. But if you look at some of the guys who switch schools, Grins, they can switch and switch again if they don't like what's going on in spring practice. Uh, you can have guys with multiple switches, and you really don't know until they run out for the first game who's on which team. And I think that hurts the product on the field. Um Maybe maybe you're getting a good player and someone that can help you win. From that standpoint, uh, maybe it's good for the the quality of football. Maybe not. I don't know if a guy's playing in three different systems in three different years. Yeah. You know, he, he has to be a special player to contribute at, at maybe the level he's capable of playing. But I just think from a stance, a fan standpoint, and a, a customer appeal. I mean. You know, you go to a game, it used to be special to watch somebody come in as a raw freshman and and leave as a polished senior. And he was known in the community. Uh, You know, you you saw him develop. There was a source of pride there both ways. Um, You rooted for the guy for four or five years. And that's kind of what made college football special. And now it's just, you know... It's a it's a game of mercenaries. Right. It's like right. uh, guys right. without a country who are 
yeah. selling out to the highest bidder, and I, I don't know how that makes the product better. And people say that it's like pro football. It's not like pro football. It's more tumultuous than pro football. If you come in as an NFL rookie, Grins, you have a three-year obligation to the team that picked you, whether you like it or not. Uh, then, you know, you don't have to take your option year on it, and you can go somewhere else. But for at least three years, they know where you're going to be. they got guys who will commit to four different schools, and it's their choice. They're the ones making it. And then uh, they can switch and switch again. And, you know, there's, there's no length of time there. There's no salary cap like there is in pro football where every team in the National Football League has the same to work with. Here, you know, you can find the rich will get richer and schools with the most money are going to be bidding and, and trying to get the best players they can get. And I think that was one of the appeals of pro football prior to unlimited free agency, you know, limited by what you just said with the obligation coming out of, as a rookie. But uh, one of the things that kind of I think made the NFL what it was was having a Bart Starr in Green Bay for – yeah, yeah, fifteen years a Johnny Unitas, you oh, know, yeah. that was a, a cult forever, um, and then I got it got a little diluted when the free agency came in, and you know, people loyalty is a big thing, and you know, it, it's kind of a hidden um, quality that uh, I think people really appreciate and care about, and you know, uh, I mean, look at how much players get hated if. All of a sudden, they bolt from their your beloved team, and now they're sure. playing for somebody else, and they're sellouts and everything. But uh, you know, football at least has it somewhat contained, and the NFL has it somewhat contained. And you know, you understand it, and players move, and it's it's not as uh, unsettling as it used to, as it was at first when it came into effect, yeah. either in baseball or the NBA right. or, or any of the pro sports. And I think it's, from that standpoint, I, I'm almost, I was almost more interested in the pro football season this year than college I for the too. first time in a lot of years. I, I was too. I've, I've become much more of a fan of the NFL in recent years because I know what I'm getting in terms of, of the personnel and, and the shifts with that. And you have a situation now, Grins, for schools that are on the, the quarter system or that start later. Ohio State, I think, is one, Northwestern also, where you could play quarterback in a college football game and never go to class there. <laughs> and you could transfer. You know, Quinn Ewers, uh, you know, he, he was gone pretty quick. Uh, he could have played for the Buckeyes and then wound up in Texas and, uh, you know, n- never bought his textbooks in Columbus. I guess maybe it depends what you want from college football. Before I let you go, I have to ask you something else. And uh, I don't know many Uh-oh. guys who have refereed for close to 50 years. So I've got to get your take on what happened with the Lions in Dallas. And as an official... Did you feel sorry for Brad Allen? Did you say, you dumbass? What, what were you thinking when you saw that? Well, uh, I, I thought it was, um, you know, whether it was whether it was right, wrong, misunderstanding, whatever, I thought it was a, a just a really 
unprofessional way to handle things. Um, I couldn't believe a guy at that level would screw up like that and not make double sure and all the excuse making for him and everything. So I think that's on him and trying to alibi his way out of it or excuse his way out of it in the NFL. I mean, like we were talking last night, the NFL, you know, they have to protect the integrity of that game. So they can't say it was, you know, because this wasn't like a blown pass interference call or a judgment call. This was a, uh, this was a administrative yeah, problem. Game operations, yeah, yeah, and so uh, you know, I can see why the NFL is kind of biting their tongue on this, and you know, saying that it was, I, I you know, it's kind of like they're not coming out and defending him. They're not coming out and throwing him under the bus because well, the proof is going to be if he is indeed banished from the playoffs and his crew was projected to work playoff games, and uh, now maybe that's not the case. Yeah, and, and so, you know, what, is he being told not to say, hey, I screwed up, I apologize, you know, blah, 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 which yeah. isn't uncommon for referees to do, or is he being told, just keep your mouth shut, you know, this will pass, because if you apologize, then we got fired, because, you know, we can't let games turn on an administrative boo-boo. So, you know, I feel bad for him, uh, you know, because I don't know the guy. I don't know what's going through his mind. Um, the high ground, you know, the in- showing integrity would be to try not to blame the players, blame whatever, and just to accept responsibility. But yeah. that's, you know, that that's way under the water, under the bridge now. I I don't think they're going to put that genie back in the bottle. I think they're just going to, you know, turn a blind eye and it'll pass and, you know. The only thing Alliance can do is take care of business this week against the Rams and then go back to Jerry World and uh, (laughs) not have to have a a wipe-off of numbers and uh, a reporting issue. Uh, Just beat the Cowboys fair and square, so. I think a lot of people are hoping that happens. Grins, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, really appreciate it. That was a blast last night. Uh, maybe we can do something again before basketball's over. Sounds good. To everyone who craves a handcrafted treat, let our team member Sephora tell you about a Culver's favorite. We make our thick and creamy fresh frozen custard in small batches all throughout the day. And we mean all day, every day. From our supremely rich shakes and concrete mixers to our freshly scooped dishes and cones, we handcraft every bite to pure perfection. Come to Culver's and get a taste of our fresh frozen custard. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Hey, Spartan fans, when you want the largest and best selection of Spartan gear, Alumni Hall is your ultimate shopping destination. Come get your officially licensed gear. Nike, Champion, Columbia, Yeti, New Era hats, tailgating gear, and more. MSU students, faculty, and military receive 10% off in-store every day. And you can earn cash back with their Hall Pass rewards. Alumni Hall, located in Eastwood Town Center near the Apple Store. Or shop anytime at alumnihall.com. For the ultimate Spartan shopping experience, it's Alumni Hall. 
Time for a career change? Looking to make a difference? Dean Transportation is looking for compassionate people to join our dedicated team of school bus professionals. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased starting pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling with weekday hours, and more, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now and train all summer. Head to deanjobs.com. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers' four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn out prongs, channels, or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. To everyone who wants a meal made just for you, let our team member Arish share what makes Culver's special. We know the best meals are the ones shared with the people you love, like our cooked-to-order butter burgers and our real Wisconsin cheese curds. And there's no better way to treat yourself than our creamy, fresh, frozen custard. I put the same care into your meal that I would for my own family. Come to Culver's for a meal made the Wisconsin way. From, From Wisconsin, Wisconsin with love, welcome to Delicious. Jack Ebley here with my good friend Matt Sloan at Graph of Okemos. Matt, gas prices are still up there, but you've got some good news. I do have good news, Jack. We have lots of different models that are going to help with that issue. I've got the Nissan Sentra, Versa, that all get over 30 miles to the gallon. In fact, the Versa gets 40 miles to the gallon. Wow. Our all-electric Aria has a range of 269 miles. And then on the Chevy side, Trax, Malibu, Equinox, and Trailblazer, all over 30 miles to the gallon. And our brand-new Blazer EV, 320 miles. Lots of great options. Stop and see Matt and the gang here. Graph of Okemos, they're making friends. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.